Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's the 3rd of December, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Rick and Cher, thank you for being our guests this week. Um, you signed up for the podcast, not by my asking you directly, but being invited by somebody else. Um, what did you think when you were invited, and why did you say yes? We weren't sure at first. <laughs> like everyone, we yeah, were like, I think, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it was like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you did. And then I had to change our recording time on you. Thank you for being flexible. Sure. Uh, no and really appreciate it. Um, and uh, it's, been, it's been great reading some of these passages. You know what's been um, sticking out to me this week? I don't know what's been sticking out to you so far. But um, in the Isaiah, was it Isaiah 40 we read on, yes. on Monday? Yeah. Yes. In the Isaiah passage. Um, Isaiah 40, 1 through 11. Yeah. Um, Isaiah, the Psalm, and third, uh, Second Peter yesterday. They seem, yeah. For me, they, uh, there's this common element of things of the world burning up or decaying or withering. You know, um, whether it's the grass of the field, whether it's, you know, uh, people are mortal or whether it's, you know, um, the elements being burned by fire. Um, to me, there's a sense of decay and um, mortality that all these passages are bringing up for me. Um, that's good to reflect on for me. But um, today we're going to be reading Mark 1 verses 1 through 8. Um, Rick or Cher, would one of you mind reading that passage for us and so we can reflect on it? Sure, I will read that. Um, I have to look here at my notes again. So we have Mark 1, 1 through 8. Um, in the beginning of the gospel about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way a voice of one calling in the desert. Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. <clears throat> and so John came baptizing in the desert region and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me will come one more powerful than I, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Thanks, Cher. So what's one thing that's grabbing you both about this passage? What sticks out to you? At first I was like, 
why did they tell us what he wore? You know, <laughs> and a leather belt and like, you know, does it matter um, that he ate locusts and wild honey? And does that really matter? But I, I think that um, it tells us as just to make sure that we know he was just a common person. Just, just human. He was just, yeah. you know, like all the rest of them. He was not superior or special or, or um, yeah. In, yeah. in high regards. Yeah, I mean, John the Baptist, he was a backwards, crazy guy. I mean, he was, um, he's actually, not only is he nobody special in terms of his dress and his look, um, he was like the, uh, the guy that everyone kind of like muttered under their breath while he was walking by, you know, and was definitely very different and very strange to other people. Um, so yeah, I think the people in this in this context would have seen that he's wearing camel hair um, and eating locusts and wild honey. They would have been like, "Gross!" <laughs> you know, what kind of person is that? Um, it kind of made me wonder who the who the John the Baptist right. of today would be. You know, I was first thinking about the camel's hair and the leather belt, and I'm thinking. He's standing in the river baptized now. Is that waterproof or something? I, I you know, <laughs> did he have some kind of waterproof <laughs> animal right. leather or whatever, you know? No. Yeah, I'll bet camel's hair does not smell good when it's wet. No. That's, no. That's I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about how about you, Rick? Well, it's similar to that, but but yet, you know, as as you know who John the Baptist was, but yet the whole countryside and all the people of Jerusalem came out to him. And then, so, so they, he was somebody special to them. Yeah. But yet the last couple of sentences there, um, after me comes the one more pow powerful than I, the stra the straps of those sandals. I am not worthy, I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. So he was so special to all these people that they came out to see him. But he was really nobody, you know, God was the one that was going to be coming next. So Yeah. Yeah. He, he superior. He could have been kind of an individualist and been like internally a little bit full of pride because he could have been like, I, here I am setting apart my life to be holy. Uh, I'm trying to be righteous here and you guys should be righteous too. Yeah. Calling other people to be as righteous as he is. And instead, John is saying, he knows his place. He says, like, I'm not, I'm not worthy to untie Jesus' sandals, meaning as much as I have tried to set aside my own life mm -hmm. to be as holy and righteous as possible, um, I come nowhere close to, yeah. to Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a, a model to, to emulate in, in John of having humility. Um, and it, I mean, that feeling of unworthiness, you know, um, compared to Jesus um, is something I don't think we're super familiar with, um, but it's something John definitely expresses of not feeling worthy of Jesus. Um, and when was the last time I had that sense that I'm in the presence of a holy God and I'm not worthy to be, um, to be in his presence? Um, so anyway, yeah, I was thinking of that too. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm reminded that this is this passage harkens back to the Isaiah passage we just read on Monday, right? A voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare the, the way of the Lord, make his path straight. I think for me, I was thinking of the role of the prophet here, either Isaiah or John. They're both, and I think Mark is tying them together, basically saying John is playing the role of Isaiah here. Um, and the role of the prophet to um, bring God's voice into reality and to declare a new new reality, to declare a new kingdom, to prepare the way of Jesus. Um, and like you said, share to raise their voice. Like you, you noticed it in uh, another passage this week where you said, I'm thankful I get to live in a country where I can raise my voice and worship. Um, yes. And here the prophet is crying out in the wilderness, raising his voice uh, to prepare the way of the Lord, to make his path straight. And isn't that what we're doing, especially during Advent, but isn't that our calling as Christians to hasten the day of the Lord, to usher in Jesus, to prepare the way, to, to sweep the path um, so, that, um, so that we're living ready and prepared for his coming. But I think we do that with our lives and with our actions, but we also use our words to declare um, hope in a coming king. So that was kind of what was grabbing my attention about right. this. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, well, thanks, Rick and Cher, for joining for this week of podcasting. Really appreciate having you guys be a part of this. Um, all of our listeners, thank you for joining. And um, we will be back with you on Monday. Let's see if I have a guest for Monday yet. Hey, uh, Pete Vanderwell is going to be our guest on Monday. So, uh, at least as as long as he he uh, we'll see if I haven't recorded that one yet. But we are planning on Pete Vanderwell being uh, our guest for Monday, so um, you can tune back in on Monday morning and hear some of our thoughts and reflections. Until then, go in peace. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm-hmm.